we were ranked by Entrepreneur Magazine as one of the top 16 podcasts within franchising. And look, that's something that I remember you called me, you know, because you're on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast, at least in terms of living. But I remember, you, you know, you calling me and, and you're like, dude, we're on Entrepreneur Magazine. And I think sometimes, sometimes when I see people on different companies get awards or recognized, there's always a thought in the back of my mind, like, did you pay them to do that? Or do you have a friend in it? No, we just woke up and we were ranked, we were listed, which was a pretty great feeling because that to me is a sign that we're doing something right and providing some real value to people, both in the franchise industry and people that really don't know a whole heck of a lot about franchising. Welcome to the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. My name's Dan Claps, founder and CEO of Franchise Playbook, a franchisor platform where we create, own and operate dynamic franchise brands in the mobile services space. And my life's goal is to help people just like you fire their boss and become a business owner. And I'm Christian Dadalak, top franchise consultant and co-founder of Real Franchising, a leading franchise consulting firm. And together, we're on a mission to help people fire their boss, hire themselves, and live the American dream through franchise ownership. Welcome to a very special episode of the I Fired My Boss podcast with my co-host Christian Dadalak. Hey, Christian. What's going on, man? Number 100. Number 100. Drum roll, please. It's amazing, man. I can't believe we we did it. I don't think I've had done 100 you know, meetings with anyone. That's a lot of times to get on the phone and Zoom and chat. But we've... Uh, I don't know. There, We should pull some stats. How many podcasts make it to 100? It's extremely low. I, I want to say it's... Most people, most podcasts don't even get to the second episode. So I'm quoting this off of a website called overlow.com. So yeah, over 2 million active podcasts, more than 48 million podcast episodes. We don't need that. Got that. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not finding it. But I think the average... Um, you know, a lot of people listen to podcasts. Yeah. And during the pandemic, a lot of people started to make podcasts because everyone's at home. You know, technology's made it easier. I'll tell you this. It's not easy. No. I think we make it look easy or act like it's easy, but it is like right now I'm thinking about, you know, I knew we wanted to do this. It's 3.42 my time. I did a call until 3.25, slammed some food down my throat, got here. We got 20 minutes to talk. I have a call at four. I've got a million other things to do. And there's always another thing I'd rather do. Not that I'd rather do, but like, there always seems to be something else I need to do. And then it's like, oh man, I got to get on the podcast. And then when we do it, it's obviously amazing. But yep. it's it's one of those things that you have to execute. And we've done a great job, I think, of pushing each other to say, hey, like we, we need an episode and not letting time pass. 100%. Yeah, man, it's, it's not easy. I mean, I enjoy doing it. I've learned a tremendous amount of about business, franchising, from some of the amazing guests that we've had on. And obviously... You know, we started this, I think, December of 2021. And now it's September of 2023. So we've we've both grown and we've both evolved in our roles and the things that we're doing. And so it's really interesting to see how far we've come. And but yeah, at the end of the day, as much as we gain from the podcast, as much as I feel like I've gained from the podcast, it's definitely not easy to take time away from things that generate revenue, generate income. 
and to do something that can sometimes feel like a little bit of a chore as, as fun as it is. And once you, it's kind of like, you know, for me, like exercising, you know, the, the dread is always like, you know, putting your clothes on and then actually getting to the gym and doing it. But once I'm there, I'm always enjoying the workout. Once I get into it and I got my music going and got that sick pump, you know, it, it's a good time. But oftentimes, you know, having to take the time out of your day to make sure that we can record stuff and invite people on and, you know, make sure that we're, we're occasionally sharing clips on social media and, and editing and, and choosing clips and this and that. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it that I think a lot of people don't see behind the scenes. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, it, it's worth it. And I think that it's, it's just been a tremendous journey. So I'm excited to have gone on it with you, man, and excited to keep doing it too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's funny. Like, it's the same with working out. Like, I know, I know for me, like I've been, you know, having trouble, you know, being able to get in in as many workouts as I used to. My business, we start early in the day and the morning, and then get busy at night, and it seems like it never ends. And so, I I recently had this realization, which was that in the level of business that I feel like I'm growing, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Uh, the 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 grind that I have to do. And so what I came to realize was, well, all right, well, then you have to balance certain things because you can't do that forever. Mm -hmm. So now I just, I've been going to the gym for, even if it's 20 minutes, I go to the gym in the middle of the day, I'll go over there between calls. I'll do 20 minutes in between sets. I'll answer a few messages. And is it my best workout ever? No, but it's a start. Right. And I think that's the whole point here. You know, we started by just grabbing some computers and, and, and Riverside and we didn't even use Riverside. We used Zoom. And then we went and bought some mics and then, you, you know, we bought some other things and invested in a mixing and an editor. I mean, now it's like so much more dialed in. I'm in a podcast studio. You're, you've got your, your logo behind you. You've got the right equipment. We've learned how to have the podcast. We've learned each other what works well. Uh, but man, you want to like, you want to highlight some of the things we've done in the podcast, um, some milestones? I mean, yeah, I'd be happy to do that, man. I mean, I mean, I just think about all of the amazing guests that we've had on and then obviously the opportunities that you and I have had to go on other podcasts, pretty big ones, right? Like you were on Jordan Belfort's podcast. And uh, for those of you that don't know Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of the uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and then me, Brad Lee on the Dropping Bombs podcast with Brad, um, going to his studio in, in Vegas, which was super cool. Um, he's become a friend of mine. And yeah, man, I mean, th these are opportunities that I don't know. There's just something about having a podcast that just seems to kind of give you a little bit of credibility, whether, whether it's deserved or not. But, um, but yeah, it's so cool that we were able to do that. And a lot of that did come back to the podcast and building that brand. Yeah. I mean, to me, like the podcast for me, it's always been amazing. Like, you know, when you go to a franchise event and everyone knows episodes and they're coming to you saying, Hey, I listened to this podcast you did and it helped me. Or, you know, I've, I, people say, how do you hire great people? I think that. When people want to work with me, they can find lots of information about me. They can learn about me, not based on what I say on a phone call, but based on the content that's out there. So it helps with recruiting. I mean, we've had Brian Scudamore on, Josh Skolnick. We've had, you know, Ryan Zink on here. We've had top franchise consultants. We've had, you know, top franchisors, Jordan Belford on, on the, because of the podcasting with you with Brad Lee, as you mentioned. You know, we were ranked the top 16 franchise podcasts in the, in the country. Um, for me, based on the podcast and other factors too, but like getting that top 100 influencers and franchising award for me was like a huge deal. And I think the podcast helped cement that. 
you know, people saying like, dude, you're everywhere. Like that's you and me. We're everywhere and doing the podcast. And, um, you know, and I just think about it and each of us have different strengths. Like you put out these, the, the Instagram and, and social media clips that are amazing. And you've gotten so strong at that. And, you know, you're an influencer in franchising. I mean, look at you now with Sidekick. You know, I, I'd imagine that the commitment to making a podcast probably contributed to you, you know, getting in with that organization. I don't know, but I'd, I'd imagine so, right? It's like a, it's like a resume. Right. Yeah. I, I would venture to say the same thing, man. I mean, and yeah, it's, you mentioned that we were ranked by Entrepreneur Magazine as one of the top 16 podcasts within franchising. And look, that's something that I remember you called me, you know, cause you're on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast at least in terms of living. But I remember, you, you know, you calling me and, and you're like, dude, we're on Entrepreneur Magazine. And I think sometimes, sometimes when I see people on different companies get awards or recognized, there's always a thought in the back of my mind, like, did you pay them to do that? Or do you have a friend in it? No, we just woke up and we were ranked. We were listed, which was a pretty great feeling because that to me is a sign that we're doing something right and providing some real value to people, both in the franchise industry and people that really don't know a whole heck of a lot about franchising. Um, and I wasn't able to find the stat, Dan, about how many people, um, how many podcasts like get to the second episode, what the attrition rate is, how many succeed. Um, I do know that most of the people that started in COVID stopped. But what I did find is the average episode, the average podcast, there's only about 100 downloads per month um, within a 30-day period. Um, I'm not going to reveal our stats here today, but we we do significantly more than that on a pretty regular basis. And it's thanks to the audience for tuning in. Um, but also, I just think it's because, you know, we've gotten better over time. I mean, but uh, but if you go back to some of our first episodes, I'm sure that they suck. I don't like to listen to them because it's, you know, it's cringe. I don't like to listen to any of the episodes because hearing myself talk is weird. But um, but it is it is interesting. I've listened to clips of us in the beginning and our growth has been, um, we seem more relaxed. It's chill. We kind of have things dialed in. Our equipment has, has gotten better. So it's, it's really cool to see how things have grown. And, um, and I think that our, our increasing podcast downloads is, is evidence of that. And so to anyone that's listening, you know, cause this is a business podcast. It's a franchising podcast. Just start, right? You don't need to have everything figured out right away. We certainly didn't, but we started doing it. We committed up front to being consistent. And we said, look, it's not tied to an end result. Like if this ends up helping us to find new people that we can help buy a franchise, um, or for Dan, in Dan's case, helping people that, um, you know, are looking to buy a franchise, get connected with his awesome franchise opportunity with Voda and the amazing brands you guys are going to have coming down the pike with franchise playbook. Um, or, or if it was just something that just kind of increased our, our, our image and our, our reputation within the industry. But no matter what we said, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do it for a long period of time. And then the other stat I just saw too, Dan, was the number of podcasts that monetize, whether directly or indirectly, um, almost like the minimum threshold to hit is like 100 episodes. So that's really like where you have to get. So there's that inflection curve. And I think that's not just true of podcasts, but that's true of business too. What do you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, look, uh, only maybe 10 episodes ago, we had our first sponsor pay us, you know, a good amount of money to sponsor the the, the podcast and cover the costs. Um, you know, I was actually going to say the same thing. I think we're just getting started. 100 is the start, you know, um, and, you know, two years, you know, coming up on two years doing this together. I mean, there's a commitment there too, right? There's been times we've had to talk through my transition from one business to another and how we had to get through that. And then me being a franchisor and your understanding of 
certain guests maybe we couldn't have anymore and and working, but we were committed to our part our, our partnership, we're committed to our podcast together. It's a relationship working through bumps. And I think there's been times where each of us have said, I don't want to do this anymore at different times. And thankfully we had the other one pulling us along. And I hope we can be at 300 episodes one day. You know, I was thinking about that, like Voda's got 13 territories and seven owners at the time of recording this and we'll be past 20 probably. And, you know, even by the time this maybe airs, but you know, when I think about 300 units and, 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 uh, you know, couple hundred happy franchise owners that would do it again. They love Voda. They're, you know, they're, they're killing it. I think about like, that's a big mountain. Like when I think about that, but I don't really think about it often. I think about unit three, four, five, six, you know, franchise four, five, seven, let's get the leads working. Let's, you know, oh, there's an issue. Let's fix it. You know? And, and what people don't realize like running a company, I don't care. Like, I feel like in, 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 from a visual point, it seems like, you know, I've got, you know, I'm just running around traveling and shaking hands, but like, you know, there's times the credit card stopped working because Facebook, you know, security measures. So Chase is on the phone and I'm on the phone and I'm hustling and doing things behind the scenes. But, you know, it's that's all the fun of building a business. Then one day you look up and I, I and, and you're not needed in a lot of the minutia. But, you know, I think with the podcast, I mean, look at even now, dude, like we, we don't even really do much other than record it. And then we have a team to to mix it. But that wasn't remember when we were make, editing our own podcast. Like, so to your yeah. point. Just start, knock out a few things, get a little more confidence, get a little more momentum, and then all of a sudden you'll be at 100 episodes if you stick with it. I, I think Jesse Itzler said it best. He's the guy, um, Sarah Blakely's husband, he started Mosaic Jets and, and the run. He said, like, yeah, dude, 100 is the start. We just started. We actually just got to the podcast uh, legitimacy is 100 units. So now we really got to put the work in. Amen. Man, I'm trying to find this quote from Alex Hormozzi, who I love and is kind of, in many ways, an entrepreneurial crush of mine. Uh, man, I'm not going to find it. But he, he says something along the lines of, if you can commit to a certain period of time, or if you, if you can wait a year without having to get any kind of reward or any kind of payment, you can be good. And if you can wait 10 years without getting any kind of reward or pulling anything out and still stick with it and make it happen, you can be in like the top 0.01%. And if you can do something for a lifetime where you don't even necessarily see the fruits of your labor, you can, you can really change the world. And so, so much of success in life is the ability to delay gratification. We've all heard that and it's not easy. And when we started the podcast, we didn't think that anything was necessarily going to come out of it. We went in thinking, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to be well-received or if it's something that people are going to listen to. And, you know, you and I, I like to think we're both kind of, you know, two humble guys. I mean, we're confident. We believe in ourselves. But at the same time, you know, you ask yourself when you start a podcast, like, do I really have anything interesting enough to say? Like, why are people going to want to listen to my podcast? Now, I also think a function of that has been people, we've had amazing guests on, but, um, but it's true. Like we didn't, we didn't, we were committed to doing this thing, regardless of what the fruits of the labor were going to grow to become, or if there were going to be any fruits at all. And I think that that's what people need to realize when they're getting into business, whether it's franchising, starting something up from scratch, buying an existing business, that's what it takes. You have to be able to delay that gratification for a while. And the longer you can delay it, the sweeter the results are going to be on the back end. And I can certainly say that that's 
been my experience with this podcast. And I think it's going to be way more as we continue to grow and continue to, to put out amazing content. I agree. You know, I was saying this, I was on a podcast yesterday and, you know, I had to jump on something for a second because I just happened to live on Zoom calls back to back to back. And every one of those calls expects me to be available 100% as does this call and does my emails and my texts and my phone calls and, you know, something's got to give. But, you know, again, when you when you start something, you just have to do the things that no one else wants to do. And, you know, you have to record the podcast and you have to edit it and then you can get an editor and then you can get to 100 years. Territory, um, so you're saying territories, hundred podcasts, and then you can have the money to get spo- or the audience to get sponsorships, like we're getting, which allows us to pay for more, you know, of a team. And you know, you just you build as you go. Um, and as I'm thinking about it as I answer an email that like only I can answer, you know, and someday someone else will get hired that can answer that. But that's just what I think the theme of I fired my boss. If you're listening to this and you're a potential business owner, this is what it's all about. Just start. Just start and knock things out and do a little bit more and do a little bit more. And then you get a little more confident and your goals grow. Like my goals, when I started my first business, I never thought about these crazy goals. I just want to make a living and not work for someone. And then it's like, oh, I want to make a living, not work for someone and makes X number of dollars. And then it's like, well, I don't want to be in the day-to-day of the business. I want to make this. And then all of a sudden your goals just get bigger and bigger. What I'm trying to do with Vote is something I would never have tried to do five years ago because I wasn't ready or even a year ago. Um, our goals now with I Fire My Boss podcast are going to be way bigger than someone who just started. But you don't need to think about that. Just start and do the one thing, do this thing that's in front of you, right? Um, and, you know, I just, I want to just thank anyone that's listening for being a valued, you know, uh, listener. You know, we couldn't have the podcast if no one listened to it. Um, and, you know, we just really appreciate you know, crossing this 100 episode milestone. Amen, guys. Yeah. Really appreciate everyone that's been tuning in, that's come on the journey with us, that's supported us, that's shared the content, that's given us reviews. And of course, if you haven't already, we'd love to, to have you do that. And yeah, don't, don't suffer from paralysis, you know, analysis paralysis and, and delay getting started because you feel like you have to know everything up front. I wasn't Googling all the different statistics and I don't think Dan was either in terms of like what a successful podcast looks like, how to do it. I think we just said, look, let's, we're going to do it. We're going to commit to being successful. We just want to have a podcast where we talk about franchising, something we know, something we're passionate about, and we'll let it grow into what it, what it will become. And that's, that's what we did. And that's what you can do too with business. So again, thanks. Thanks everyone for tuning in uh, to the I Fired My Boss franchise podcast. Again, thanks for everything. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to uh, share, leave a review, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Take care. You're f***ing fired. If you want to say those words to your boss, make sure you head on over to ifiredmybosspodcast.com and fill out the form to schedule a no-cost consultation. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend who might also want to fire their boss. Fire.